Hello from CNN. I'm Krista Bowe with the five things you need to know for Wednesday, October 11th. Israel has stepped up its offensive in Gaza following Hamas's assault over the weekend, as horrifying details emerge of the terror group's attacks on border communities. In one of the small farming enclaves that bore the brunt of Hamas's attack, the Israeli military was going house to house, collecting dead bodies, telling CNN women, children, toddlers, and the elderly were, quote, brutally butchered. Israeli authorities say at least 1,200 people have died in Israel since the conflict began, and Israel has called up 300,000 reservists to fight. A coalition of politically diverse leaders in Israel say they formed an emergency government and war cabinet focused only on the conflict. And there are rising fears that fighting is spilling over into border countries. Israeli military spokesperson Lieutenant Colonel Peter Lerner told CNN they're responding to air and ground attacks from the north in Lebanon and Syria and the south in Gaza. We are currently continuing to amass our forces, not only on the border with Gaza, because we also need to be prepared for what potentially could happen from Lebanon. Uh, Last night we had mortar rounds also from Syria. So we are at top alert and we need to be prepared for deterioration. A humanitarian crisis is swiftly unfolding in Gaza. Palestinian authorities say fuel and supplies are running out. Hospitals are overwhelmed. And at least 1,055 people there have died since the conflict started. There are some signs that Israel and Hamas are negotiating. A diplomatic source told CNN that Qatar is mediating talks between the two sides to exchange women and children being held hostage in Gaza for Palestinian women and teenagers, quote, held in Israeli jails. With the situation deteriorating in Gaza, the U.S. is in talks to try to get Americans and other civilians to safety. U.S. officials say they're speaking to countries like Israel and Egypt to find a safe passage out. And State Department spokesman Matthew Miller says protecting Americans overseas is their top priority. We don't want to see civilian deaths anywhere. We expect Israel to follow the laws of war. Another priority for U.S. officials is finding out more about Hamas's brutal attack, specifically whether Iran had anything to do with it. That's something Tehran has denied. And sources say initial U.S. intel is casting doubt on the country's direct involvement. But they stressed that the intelligence community isn't ready to reach a full conclusion yet. U.S. officials say at the very least, Iran is, quote, complicit because of its long-running support for Hamas. House Republicans are meeting behind closed doors to pick a nominee for speaker. And it's unclear how things are going to go. As of now, neither House Majority Leader Steve Scalise nor Congressman Jim Jordan have locked down the support needed to win a majority. And despite Kevin McCarthy urging House Republicans not to nominate him, some in the conference believe he may still get some votes. The UN is pleading for donations for Afghanistan after the country was rocked by powerful earthquakes in recent days. More than 2,000 people have been killed since the first one hit over the weekend. And the latest 6.3 magnitude quake came just yesterday. Those who have survived have no home to return to. They are terrified and hungry. With little shelter available, they spend their cold nights among the rubble. That was the head of the World Food Program in the country, Philippe Kropf. He says the quakes have made a dire situation even worse in Afghanistan, where he says a third of the population don't know where they'll get their next meal. Up next, the Supreme Court is hearing another case involving racial and political gerrymandering. When South Carolina Republicans redrew district lines for a House seat, a federal court accused them of, quote, bleaching black voters. Now the Supreme Court will decide whether they broke the law and went against the Constitution. 
The district was reworked in 2020 to benefit Republican Congresswoman Nancy Mace, with a lawsuit claiming the state did it to intentionally dilute the power of black voters. And a federal court agreed, so now it's gone all the way up to the country's top justices. GOP lawmakers in South Carolina say changing the map was about politics, not race. All right, that's all for now. I'm Krista Bowe, and our next episode drops at 5 p.m. Eastern. Till next time. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.